I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Jordan got a power standard. <laughs> that is the thesis of this podcast, yes, <laughs> is that I have, after many moons, caved and purchased a power sander, mm-hmm. which I probably should have done a very long time ago, to be honest with you. Yeah, it seems like it went pretty well for you. So the situation is this. I, we don't own any power tools, no. or we did not own any power tools, because it's not like we have a place to store many power tools, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be cool if we had like a secret bat cave situation where we pull the book on our bookshelf and it revealed a hidden wall full of power tools. But that is not our situation. That would be a very specific situation to be in. <laughs> <laughs> like DIY crusaders. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not our situation, though now I wish it were. And so I, as all the listeners of this podcast know, hand sand like no one's business. It's true. You do it a lot. I'll hand sand anything. Yeah. And really, no matter what kind of project I get myself into, I always end up hand sanding at some point in it. Like with your dresser, which initially was just going to be a really fast repainting project. Yeah, really fast. Whoosh. I don't know if we hinted at it. No, we haven't talked about it mm. at all because I was such a bad mood about it. Uh, because we painted it initially when we first got it, which was back when the bedroom was pink. Mm. And Was it or was it even when it was red, white? I think we had that dresser a pretty long time. Yeah, that's true. It honestly could have been back before we painted that apartment at all. Yeah, because I have the, uh, not Ikea. What did I get? You got uh, the Wayfair dresser. That made you very sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, then I got rid of that. And then we found this. At Housing Works. No, yeah, it was at Housing Works. The day after Thanksgiving because Dylan was here. Uh, and yeah. you guys carried it on the train. Yeah, thanks, Dylan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like everything was still just regular landlord white in the apartment. I think it was pre-painting that you got it. Because I only had that dresser probably for the Wayfair one for half a year maybe one year before enough was enough it was a disaster yeah but this dresser came to us it was only 40 bucks yeah and so i painted it based on like some pinterest inspo i found of some cute colors (laughs) as one does yeah because you're right we sort of didn't really have a decor direction yet there were no other colors around so i was just like this will look nice yeah and it did it did But by the time it was in the black bedroom, the navy color that the dresser was wasn't really contrasting at all with the uh, wall. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of just like the odd man out in the bedroom. Mm. So I was thinking to myself, wow, this is quarantine and I am bored. And you know, it would probably be an easy project to just quickly repainting this dresser. Mm -hmm. As with the impetus of most Jordan projects. That's true. I would be so bad at being on one of those like DIY competition shows because the judges would come over and be like, do you think you'll be done in four hours? And I'll be like, yeah, totally. Sure. Whatever. I'm just building a whole house. Like what could go wrong? Um, 
Then you're the person like crying with half an hour of that. Ah, no, I'm doing anymore. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> that is not how Jordan's projects really are. I'm just talking shit. Well, <laughs> I think first of all, sometimes they are. <laughs> most, though most recently the quarantine projects have been that way. Yeah. I think just because of like the general like vibe of the world. Yeah, it's hard to tell if it is like the project's fault or just like general awfulness's fault. So this project I would say is a little bit quarantine's fault because <laughs> we were already making a Michael's purchase. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get some chalk paint from Michael's to redo this because I can't go to a Home Depot and like buy a quart of paint that I like, et cetera, et cetera. This has some limited colors. I'm going to pick like a blush tone because we actually don't anymore have the, uh, the gallon of blush that we used for the bedroom. Mm. I got rid of that the last time we went to a safe disposal event. Yeah. So I was going very much for that vibe, just like super contrasty to the wall. Mm-hmm. And that paint sucked. Bum, bum, bum. Um, the You're really te- mad about it. Well, the texture, like I can paint shit, obviously. <laughs> it's like something I do all the time. The texture of that paint made it look like I'd never painted anything before in my life. And that was really annoying to me because, like, this dresser wasn't expensive, but it's nice, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, we bought it because it was a good price and a good size, but once we started, like, taking it apart to paint it, we realized that it was handmade by someone. Probably just, like, someone's dad in their garage, you know? It's Mm -hmm. not, like, a valuable piece by any means, but, like, someone tried hard to put this together. It's real wood, you know, like... (laughs) I want it to be around for a while and it looks like shit and anything else we were going to do to it going forward was going to continue looking like shit. Right. And so I got it in my head that I wanted to strip it because in my brain, like I knew it was made of wood Yeah. and I was hoping that if we just stripped it, it would be nice enough that we could just like put a coat of clear poly on it and let it be. And that would be that. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so then Jordan watched an uh, Instagram video of these two bros from uh, Dorchester yeah. using a paint stripper. Yeah. So about every five years, I need to use paint stripper again to remember that I hate using paint stripper. Mm-hmm. And I was due. Because <laughs> if you remember, the last time I used paint stripper was on the bedside table. Mm-hmm. In Bushwick. Ah, uh, yes. That was outside, though. Yeah, we, the backyard. Um, in my defense, this paint stripper was being marketed as no VOC and low fume. Mm-hmm. That was not the situation. Yeah, definitely have fumes. Do not be like me. Do not use paint stripper indoors. So I was off, I think, at a doctor's appointment. I remember distinctly walking into the building, walking upstairs, getting to that flight of stairs, be like, Oh, that's weird. I wonder if our super had to, like, bleach the floor or something. And then walk into the apartment and be like, Oh, no, Jordan's paint thinner just absolutely has fumes. <laughs> <laughs> I also, in my brain, was like, I'm just going to do this real quick. It's going to take, like, two hours. And then I'm going to be back to doing the project. <laughs> no, that actually took two days. Um, mm, it take two days, huh? I lost two pairs of socks. <laughs> R.I.P. 
the tarp had to go. Yeah. Um, the the scraper I was using, the putty knife I was using to scrape off the stuff had to go. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. We lost a lot of good guys that day. <laughs> yeah, it was really brutal. I just hate that shit. It's so awful. And like, I was so frustrated at the end that I didn't get all the paint off, which meant that I was going to have to sand anyway. Hmm. And I was really trying to avoid sanding this because it has a lot of intricate wood detail on the front and on the feet. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was going to be really fucking annoying. And so I like had a mini breakdown about it. I spent all of therapy last week talking about it. Like that's (laughs) not cheap. Um, And I was finally talking to Dylan. I was like, is this the moment I buy an orbital sander? And he was like, that moment should have been many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's definitely true. I feel like there are many opportunities where an orbital sander would have been nice. Yeah, every time I was sanding something. Yeah. Um, so I got a Ryobi orbital sander, cordless orbital sander, um, for a few reasons. They have a number of sanders, and I spent a little bit of time thinking about getting a corner sander because there are a few portions of the dresser that would have benefited from that. Mm. But apparently orbital sanders are generally recommended because they avoid um, like sanding patterns because they move in a random like motion. Mm. Like the orbit doesn't just go one way. That's interesting. Yeah. Science is crazy. Um, I also wanted a cordless sander because, A, it was going to be, like, less annoying. We don't have that many outlets (laughs) in this place. This is true. But, B, um, you, when you, like, get a set of power tools, you buy one battery, Mm. and it goes with the whole set of tools. So, like, I did spend, I think it was 150 for the sander and the battery and the charger. That's too bad. But now, every time we buy another tool, we only have to buy the tool, and the tools are like 40 to $50. I'd like listeners to know, not if we need to buy tools, but when <laughs> we have to buy other tools. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, again, we don't have room for a lot of tools. Like, it was sort of hard to find room to put this sander <laughs> in the closet, um, and the closet is not doing great through <laughs> quarantine either. But one of the considerations of buying this tool was that that like i was going to buy a battery and so i had to be pretty sure that this was the set of tools that i wanted Mm. because i'm not going to go through life buying multiple batteries and like dylan has a dewalt set and so i talked to him about that a little bit but the reason i chose ryobi um was a most DIYers on Instagram use it. Like <laughs> Young House Love uses the Ryobi set. A susceptible to marketing. <laughs> B <laughs> Monica from House of Esperanza uses the Ryobi set. Um, and it didn't seem like for what we're doing there's like a significant difference between them. Like we're not professionals. No. Um, as evidenced by the fact that I was using paint stripper inside. So <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't like a performance issue by any means. And also, I think the Ryobi ones are the cutest color. <laughs> nice. That the is end. all. <laughs> Hopefully, if we get enough power tools uh, with this battery, that we can build our secret power tool layer. That would be cool, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that if we got 
another power tool, like, besides this. Everyone knew my first power tool was going to be an orbital sander. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but the second one would be, like, probably a drill. You know, like, that's a pretty multi-use situation. You can drill holes and things, and then you can, like, screw things into those holes. And that's, like, pretty legit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of uses for that. Yeah. But, like, it's not on my radar by any means. I don't have a list of tools that I want to own. It's just sort of, like, something that had stopped me for a long time from getting power tools is sort of the pressure of needing to choose one brand at that pivotal moment. Mm. Um, Yeah. And then, obviously, I just picked by color because... (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Yeah. That makes sense. And, oh, we didn't even get to the part where I used the sander. (laughs) Yeah, well, I thought this was the lead-up. We had to fully describe the tool. Yeah, no, I I was like, oh, but in my brain, I was like, oh, we've done it. We're done. It's like when you develop a character before the plot, you know? We know the sander is a good color. We know influencers use it. Uh, That's about all we know. That's all we know. (laughs) So I read um, all the instructions that came with it. Wow. In an effort to be safe, given that I had just been pretty unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, also, no, I have a person who's very susceptible to fumes uh, and such and such, so I had to leave the apartment <laughs> during the paint dinner and just like, it was also been pretty snowy here, so I couldn't even go in the park, so I was just like doing laps around the neighborhood, being like, well, turn set around 4.30, it'll be done. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll do one more lap around this block. Hopefully people don't think I'm being weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was 100% my bad, and don't do it. And, like, (laughs) I will not be doing it again. Um, So I was reading the instructions, and I hate doing that because obviously they have to put everything in there that could ever go wrong so you don't sue them. (laughs) But it was basically, like, don't leave shavings in the vacuum bag because they could spontaneously combust in storage. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty wild one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do not allow it to slip into a parallel universe as it could ruin the fabric of time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, also with this, so I got it by <laughs> using the Home Depot uh, like courier delivery service. I don't know if we've talked about that on the podcast before. But Home Either. Depot will basically deliver anything to your door like on the day that you select, usually by the next day, um, for $9.00. And, but you have to hit the threshold mm. for getting it. And so in order to hit this threshold, <laughs> actually, I was going to hit the threshold because the thing cost $150. But I was like, I will have enough sandpaper to sand this. I bought 35 sheets of sandpaper for the orbital sander. Wow. <laughs> and then I bought um, 24 sheets of just like regular hand sandpaper, just in case. What I particularly like about this episode is I've been very hands off this project, but which I mean, I haven't been involved in this project at all. This is basically 100% Jordan's project. I've like given a little bit of input on on the color and the stain when we get to that, since it is technically my dresser for like storage. Um, so this is my first time knowing that you bought 35 sheets of sandpaper. I would also love like. To briefly aside that buying the paint thinner, you also did the Home Depot drop. And to me, the minimum for the drop, you bought what you thought was a bag of soil. And we now have a fucking industrial bag of 
Or no, perlite. Yeah, so in, our hallway. in order to get the paint thinner, or paint stripper, I needed to hit that $49 uh, threshold, which was not going well because the paint stripper was on sale. No. And then I bought a can of poly thinking that was how we were going to finish it, and mm. we're not, so now we have a full also can of poly. <laughs> um, and then, what else did I get? I think just perlite. Maybe it was just the Perlite. I thought that the Perlite was going to be like four quarts, like our regular bags of soil because we're out of Perlite and have been for a while because apparently during quarantine there was a run on Perlite, but it was one of those classic situations where you're like looking at a picture of something on the internet and like don't realize what the scale of it is. So it's like... The size of a small child. Yeah. It's just like if the full size bag that like a professional garden would get. Yeah. Or someone who does a lot of like uh, landscaping or home gardening. So hopefully the fire escape garden needs some perlite. Yeah. This year. You're going to be growing a lot of <laughs> shit with perlite. Yeah. So it's been a little wild. But with this one, I got only stuff that I needed. Like I got a new putty knife, um, which is why you saw me with a putty knife today. Makes sense. It's all coming together. Yeah, so that made sense. But I was like, I am going to be covered. Because also the other thing was when I was making that first order with the paint stripper, Dylan was like, you should get some sandpaper. And I was like, no, if this goes well, I'm never going to have to sand again. <laughs> Anyways. Check back in with us in five years <laughs> for a similar conversation. Yeah. Um, so I took... At first, I was going to do it out on the fire escape, mm -hmm. and I took the secretary out on the fire escape, mm -hmm. and literally, that shit was done in 10 minutes. Yeah, it was really fast. I cannot believe how quickly this orbital sander worked. I mean, everyone knows. Everyone <laughs> but me knows, and I was just, like, so shook by it. It was awesome. <laughs> Um, and then we tried to put the dresser out on the fire escape, but it turns out it didn't fit through the hole. Yeah. Yeah. So the... Yeah. I was going to say, we wanted to keep, well, mainly I wanted to keep any dust down, uh, which is why we were thinking it might fit, but then it didn't. So we pivoted. Yeah. I did that in the living room and I tarped stuff. It was more than I thought, but it wasn't like that bad. The dust? Yeah. Yeah, it seemed fine. Because it also, like, the power sander has this little, like, bag on it that's supposed to catch the dust. And then, like, a little vacuum that sucks it up. Yeah. through There are, like, holes on the bottom of the sander mm. to, like, suck it up. Wasn't 100%. But it was more than 0%. <laughs> um, Wait, yeah, those shavings might spontaneously combust. You guys stay safe. Well, so I did, like, very thoroughly shake out that bag yeah. because I was like, I will not have this spontaneously combusting in the closet when we're, like, asleep. Um, yeah. So it worked really, really well. I still had to hand sand a little bit because, again, there are, like, all of these tiny details on the dresser, which is annoying. But the funny thing is, of the 35 sheets of sandpaper I bought for the orbital sander, I used two. Mm. And one of them was the one that came free with the sander. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so we can pretty much sand anything for the rest of our lives. Amazing. Sand everything. Sand our faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, like, I don't know how much people hand sand out there, but I do it a lot. Um, and I basically, like, sanded my own hands down to the nubs, which is why I'm not painting right now and I'm instead doing this podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was chilling in the bedroom, uh, and Jordan came in from hand sanding. Uh, needed help opening a bandaid because she had to bandaid all her fingers because she just sanded down her fingertips like a spy. That's what I said to my therapist, and then she was like, but we know you can't be a spy, so you have to protect your hands better. And I mm. was like, I do not cede that argument, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me live. Um, but yeah, in order to finish hand sanding, I needed to cover the tips of my fingers with band-aids because they were very raw. Um, they weren't like bleeding or anything. It wasn't like a dangerous situation. It was just very much like I need some padding for my fingers in order to continue going. Yeah, no, it wasn't like wildly dramatic. It made sense, really. Um, and I did finish. Yeah. And that's exciting. That looks really good. Um, not good enough to put a coat of poly on it. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, well, it's we were talking about it before the pod. It is kind of like... Like, the wood itself seems like it's gotten splotchy over time, either from so many different hands working with it. Like, I think, especially since we got it from a secondhand store, I imagine since its first its first building, is that right? Since it was first built, it's probably the better way. It's gone through different homes and different paint and different finishes. Yeah, as far as I can tell, there were four coats of paint on it, two of which were mine. And then the original finish was some sort of oil-based stain. Um... Which I know because the way it came off when I stripped it looked literally like crude oil. It was disgusting. I was going to ask where that color came from. I was also just kind of like leaving things be that day. Yeah. But it was really intensely like uh, like gravitas black almost. It was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a little gnarly. Because sure. the other thing people know about me is I don't like when my hands are dirty. Hmm. And so like I'm fine... Like, I would sand, I would, like, cover the whole room in sawdust before I got, like, goopy, oily shit on my hands. And that shit was everywhere. Yeah. And it was really brutal. Um, But anyways, and I think that's why the sanding, or, like, the finish on it is so uneven because of that original oil-based stain, like, Mm. coming off in different ways. It's interesting. Um, Yeah, so we got a paint. Uh, but we did stain the drawers, uh, and the secretary, and I think about staining the top, which the more I think about it as we chat, I think it's a good idea. We have the spice pecan left over from the, uh, coat railing slash chair rail yeah. project. Twist, after all of that, Donnie does used to get, get to use spice pecan, yeah. and I do not get to use special walnut. <laughs> <laughs> Vindication. Um, yeah, it looks great. The spice pecan we have on the secretary and the drawers. Very much into it. Yeah, I was happy after the sanding completed that we were able to do that. And there was like some purpose to all that sanding, you know? Yeah. Um, and I am a little bummed. Like, I actually think we could... Well, there's a little bit of paint still left on it, so painting is going to be the better thing to do, but I am a little bummed that we don't have enough to do the whole thing because it would be cool. Yeah. But we're trying to do also like a a project that sort of uses up a lot of stuff we have. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be good to like not buy anything else um and try to use some of the paint that's here because also another part of quarantine is that we can't go to a safe disposal site so a lot of this stuff has really been piling up yeah and i've been using it on some like 
teaching projects and like video education stuff been painting different things and like working with kids virtually doing painting trying to use it up then jordan's clearly been using our projects but like this shit just won't die no <laughs> we have so many little samples so the reason we can't do full spice pecan uh is we only got a sample of it so we just have like a little sample stain that we've already used half of doing the the staining of the drawers um so we don't have enough to do the full. So we have so many like the spice pecan of these little sample pots that just like will never say die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not done yet because I got too tired after hand sanding today to paint. Um, but hopefully by doing this podcast, we're speaking into the universe that it is done satisfactorily tomorrow. Mm. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.